2: This is Terrio Media. All right, I'm Matt Terrio of the Epic Real Estate Investing Show. I got a really hot show for you today with Mr. 10X himself right here on Thought Leader Thursday. All right, so on today's episode of Thought Leader Thursday, I'm joined by a gentleman that needs absolutely no introduction, Mr. Grant Cardone. Grant, welcome
0: back to Epic Real Estate Investing. Everybody needs an introduction, man. (laughs) If you, you know, come a in big, here, I'd give him an introduction. No, Ladies and gentlemen, great to be back on uh, on your show, Matt.
2: Yeah, no, it's great to have you. And, you know, we, last time we talked, you, you were seemingly on top of the world then, and it just seems like uh, stuff has gotten so much bigger, and you've done so much more stuff, and you're even greater today. So congratulations on all the success.
0: Oh, thank you, buddy. So so uh, when, when was I on your show last? I think about
2: a year and a half ago, maybe.
0: So a year and a half ago, we probably had 4,000 units. Mm-hmm. I was probably bragging about 4,000. And probably, I think at the end of the show, you said, hey, where are you going from here? I said, dude, I'm going to 10. You know, I'm going to go to six and then I'm going to go to 10. We're at six right now. Uh-huh. Um, we just hit a billion, $1.1 billion worth of real estate. Fantastic. Uh, that will probably close in the next 30 days. We'll be at a $1.2 billion assets under management, it raised $180 million since I was on your podcast. So I owe you big props because I think your podcast is what broke me over to the world knowing I'm a, I'm a, a real real estate guy, epic real estate
2: Yes. We have that type of power over here. I say, come to my show. I'll make you famous so that I can contribute. Um, and also you've
0: got the, the the new toy there on the desk. You got the jet. Yeah. This isn't new. This is this is about a year old, year and a half old. I, I had this, didn't I have this when I was a No, uh-uh, it's brand new. So
2: maybe it was two years ago we were talking.
0: Yeah, yeah. This thing's a beast, dude. This thing's a beast. I mean, Sweet. this one doesn't really take me any place, but the other one take me anywhere. <laughs> but
2: it's a good reminder, right? Yeah. And then uh, congratulations also on the uh, the growth con success. What a fantastic success that was. <laughs>
0: 34,000 people joined me for three days in Miami. Everybody paid except for a couple thousand first responders that we uh, that we gave seats away to. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so that was a huge success. Steve Harvey was there. I'm having dinner with Steve Saturday in, in LA. And he was there. He was, wow. He was super impressed. We had Snoop Dogg there, Little John, um, John Maxwell, uh, Damon John, like a superstar list. Sarah Blakely, she's the billionaire. And we raised, uh, what did we raise? $15 million in 90 minutes for our real estate fund. Wow. Raised $113,000 for the Boy Scouts and raised $450,000 for kids at risk. So it was a really uh, phenomenal, magical three days.
2: That's amazing. Awesome. Congrats. What was your Congrats. biggest surprise around throwing an event like that?
0: The biggest surprise that I had was, I mean, the the one that is really personal to me and probably other people won't relate to it is the, we started on a Friday, um, Friday morning. Were you there by any chance?
2: I was not, unfortunately. Okay.
0: So Friday morning, um, it starts with like, it was unbelievable. Right. So we had a traffic issue getting into the facility. So we started what, like 20 minutes late. Uh, so we started nine 20 rather than nine o'clock, but for 34,000 people, that's pretty good. Good. At 1030, dude, the whole place was full. Like every seat was full. So that was like shocking. Now now you're going through, because I've never done an event that big. Biggest event I ever did was about 10,000 people uh, that we hosted. Right. Um, and speaking, you know, speaking for one hour to 10,000 people is one thing. Speaking, working with them, hosting it, putting it on, entertaining for 34,000 people for three days is a whole another level. Mm -hmm. Saturday night, the thing that was so personal was Saturday night when we'd finished our second day, I could feel the appreciation from the audience in such, it wasn't anybody telling me, oh my God, Grant, you gave me more than I paid for. Without anyone saying that to me, I could feel that people had been moved by the delivery of a really quality product. Mm -hmm. And 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 this was my whole goal of the whole deal. I wanted people to leave there and say, I can never do an event or my job or my career or my relationship the same way. Mm. The the 10X Growth Conference set the bar for how something should be done, to always over-deliver to people, even in surprising levels. Right. So Saturday night, I went home. I told my wife, I said, this is the happiest single moment of my entire life including the plane. Some people will take offense to this. I mean, short of maybe having my kids, I mean, that was a completely different level, right? And, and mm-hmm. getting married, another level, but that having 34,000 people appreciate what, what we put on for them was just phenomenal.
2: Fantastic. Throwing something like that, what would you say is the, the biggest lesson that you learned? Go big, baby. <laughs> Go big. Epic, epic is worth it. In the sense that, uh, not, not much more difficult to throw a big event than a small event? Is that kind of what the
0: context? Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's all the same work. You know, you just mm-hmm. get, get more people to impress. You know, you get more quality people out of more quantity. Mm-hmm. the same thing with real estate, right? When I'm looking at real estate, for me to find the quality deal, you have to look at a lot of deals. Right. And I don't think people have this in their underwriting. You know, I talk to guys that are getting started and they're like, oh man, I'm making 20% on this deal. No, you're not. Oh yeah, I did. I can show you the paperwork, Grant. I said, "No, did you, did you, did you buy the first deal that you found?" Mm-hmm. Okay, I've right. spent sometimes I've spent years, a year and a half. I worked on a deal for a year and a half to get it ready. Then when it got ready, I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. That deal that I didn't get, I'm glad I didn't get it. By the way, so I think somebody else got it. And I think they're going to have a problem with it. Um, I went to Houston probably five times on that one deal. It wasn't ready a year and a half ago. It came up now. Now they were ready, finally ready to sell and submit. But they didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, they had somebody come in and give them more than than I was willing to. Um, but but that deal needs to go into the cost of all the deals that I finally did. Like I think a lot of people just underestimate what it actually costs to get something done correctly.
2: Right. No, I get it. I, we, we operate on a much smaller scale. We're mostly single family operation than when we, we're investing. And, uh, you know, I have a client who says, hey, I can make $10,000 if I wholesale this property, but I can make $30,000 if I fix and flip it. And I'm like, but it's going to take you six months to get that $30,000 check. Right.
0: So, yeah. And and it's going to take you the fear. Mm-hmm. OK, like what if something tragic happened? I mean, you can't think like this all the time, but you do need to think with it. You know, right. that's why we don't build. I don't build because like, I, I a de- I'm buying a deal right now the, the guy's probably going to make 30 million bucks on because he built it. Mm-hmm. And people are like, well, why don't you build it? Because I want to sleep at night. I don't yeah. want that worry. I want the cash flow. Right. right. And my horizon, my time horizon for investing is much longer. I'm looking at 10, 20 years. If you're looking at six months, dude, the threat on six months is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Because now you got to get in and get out. Now what if something happens in that window when you're coming to market? Uh, I remember a, a friend of mine who sold his company, he walked away with four billion dollars. The company he did before that, which made him rich, you know rich by itself, uh, the company he did before that, when they announced, they announced on September 11th, known as 9/11, right? His IPO got announced that day. Well, nobody paid attention to his IPO that day. So his company got stretched out what he thought he was going to score. And he would have that day, by the way, by about double. Mm-hmm. He ha- it got stretched out to many more years that he had to hold on. He had to nurture. He had to work with. So it's very important when you're flipping. Dude, I, t- I take 10000 when I don't own it. If I have no money in a deal, I'd rather have 10000 and no investment than 30000 and I have time, energy, and fear and, yeah, yeah. and the unknown.
2: I couldn't agree more. You know, you, you might have already answered this, but I'm just going to ask it again because you're, you're so passionate. You're, you're all over the place with what you do. And uh, what do you like most about what you do?
0: I like helping people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like winning, you know, yeah. I like meeting great people and I like helping people. I mean, I, look, helping people, Matt, has, has been this ultimate solution to every, almost every problem I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. Probably every problem I've ever had. You know, I, I remember, I remember when I went to a treatment center for drug addiction at 25 and when I came out, when I was feeling sorry for myself or when I was like, oh my God, I want to go use you know, I want to go, I want to go back to my old ways or if I would just help somebody, it always helped me more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when I was selling cars, when I was 27 years old and I would go three days without selling anything. Oh my God, poor me. The customers are so hard. The economy is terrible. If every time my solution was, I'm going to go help somebody else sell a car, Mm -hmm. quit trying to help myself and go help somebody else, that has always done something for me. So here I am now, 30 years doing podcasts and webinars and writing books and seminars and events. And yeah, I made a lot of money doing all that stuff, Mm -hmm. but 80% of the time I'm not paid for what I do. And the other thing is this, man, like even having this conversation with you today, as busy as I am, all the stuff I got going on, I try to figure out how to make time to do these things. Mm-hmm. One, it's a humility point. It's like, hey, you know, you don't need to be the guy that's so busy that you say no to Matt. Matt helped you earlier. Mm-hmm. And and two, all the people that are listening that need somebody to tell them the truth.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know who your audience is or there's a little grant out there that's looking for some direction. I don't even know if that'll ever do anything for me, if I'll ever hear from little Mikey, right? Mm-hmm. But I know I, I made the deposit. I remember a guy telling me once, he's like, look, man, there's deposits in the bank, and there's these spiritual deposits you make, in, you know. I don't exactly know how to define this or how to talk about it, but that I'm making deposits into society. Mm-hmm that doesn't say I'm, I am a good guy. It says I'm doing what good guys would do.
2: Right. Right. With, um, you know, talking about, you talk about, you've got your sales academy, you're talking about business, you're talking about real estate and that's pretty much, you know, you are a busy guy and that's all everybody hears from you. What do you wish you could talk about more that you don't get the opportunity to?
0: Oh, that's a great question. I've never been asked that question. Thank you. Um, spirituality, you know, I, I don't think people see me as a spiritual person, but that is the most important thing in my life. I am extremely curious about what we really are, you know, and the potential of the being, right? Mm-hmm. And life, I'm interested in life and I'm interested and curious about why so many people don't do well when, when clearly we have the potential to do much bigger things than we're doing. So I'm extremely curious and I, I'm a bit contrarian. Like, I don't believe a lot of the stuff that society seems to accept as the truth. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, like, most people seem to be fighting about it. Like, you know, it's like, what, if it's true, why are you guys fighting about it? You mm-hmm. shouldn't have to fight about the truth. The truth is the truth. Things that aren't true cause problems. Right. And, and if I look, even back to Galileo, I think his name was Galileo, dude. They threw that guy in an insane asylum for saying that the Earth was not the center of the universe. Like this is not a new thing, mm-hmm. where the truth is suppressed from the public. Right. So those are things like if you ask me, hey man, what do you really like that no, nobody ever asks you about? They always ask about the the money and the real estate and the best selling book. We just hit a million subscribers on YouTube and where do I get my energy from and what's my daily ritual? It's the yeah. same, basically the same questions every day, but yeah. this, this, nobody's ever asked me, we need this. We need this clip right here. What does Grant want to talk about? And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the spiritual thing is the truth. What is the truth, man? You know, I, I remember being in a Catholic church. If you don't mind me talking about this, I remember being in, I, I was brought up uh, Catholic. I was six or seven years old. I'm sitting in a Catholic church, you know the chapel; these beautiful chapels, and Jesus is up on the Christ. You know, and he's got the, he's got the cut right here. But by the way, I broke a rib in the same place in exactly the <laughs> same place, and I, I remember this image like it's like it's right in front of me right now, and the blood's coming down. And dude, it's so it's so like it's big, right? And it says that uh, the, the the priest is talking about this God that loves us all, and then there's eternal. And again, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to anybody. Sure. Okay. Uh, to, to anybody that believes whatever you believe. Mm-hmm. But when when you start talking about like people are gonna if I masturbate uh, because I was, it, you know, I was a, 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 an early adopter of masturbation at seven. <laughs> an early adopter. Um, just keeping it epic mm-hmm. and, and not so epic, actually.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, we wouldn't want it any other way. We want the real grand. Yeah,
0: so so. <clears throat> And did, did they start talking about, I'm damned. Like, I am going to live eternity in hell.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm like, this cannot be true. Mm-hmm. So I have been curious. I don't know if that was the first time I became curious about what is the truth here. I believe in God. Look, I, I just for everybody that's watching, I believe in God. I actually love the Catholicism. I love the belief. But I also love talking to Jewish people that maybe don't believe in Jesus or that Jesus did that thing. And and I, and I like talking to Muslims. I like anybody that believes, man. Mm-hmm. And to me, to me, the, the, at the core, the truth is there's there's a God. I remember going to twelve uh, step meetings and they talked about a uh, higher power. I've always been interested in this higher power, rather than defining it as Allah or Abraham or Jesus or or God or. Whoever, right, or Buddha, it's like, man, it's a higher power, it's a higher intelligence, it's potential. That is what I am so curious about. I'm, mean, I'm curious about life after death, outside of the body. I'm, I'm curious about the sixty trillion, sixty trillion cells in my body that I don't pay attention to. You know, it, it, it's all that's very curious to me, man. So I'm glad you asked that question, and and um, and I wish people wouldn't get so solidified the moment somebody says, well, I'm curious. If you're a Christian, then you're going to say, well, dude, you can't be curious. Mm-hmm. You got to believe in Jesus.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's the only way. And then if you're Muslim, I mean, that, that only counts out like 80% of planet earth, by the way, that concept.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and it just brings me back to Galileo. Dude, it, Galileo was right. Was it Galileo or Galileo? Leo Galileo. was right Okay, he was right, dude. And by the way, we might learn that who knows what we don't know, right? You know, so all that stuff interests me, man. We, we, you know, I think people are running around saying that they know something. And, you know, look at the doctors, man. Look at, look at the drug addiction in this country.
1: Mm.
0: Look, you got, for the first time, and this is the other thing I'm extremely passionate about, okay? Yesterday, I think it was yesterday, for the first time in the history of the United States, one of the CEOs from a major drug company was arrested for the creation of the opioid crisis in this country. Mm. Like yesterday was bigger to me than my birthday, Uh, bigger than getting a million followers on YouTube. I'm like, finally, dude, take down these drug companies that are creating this, you know, we're, we're throwing in guys that are peddling weed and, And and do we ought to be we ought to be locking up these guys that are mixing these drugs, labeling young children. Twenty million children last year were put on Adderall, ADD medications, Prozacs called bipolar. Like it is an epidemic what we're doing to to children and the elders. Mm -hmm. Okay, because it's happening to elders too. And it's happening to third world countries that don't know any better. I'll give you a perfect example. My mother was 81 years old and she died when she was 89. And at 81 years old, she went to the doctor and said, you know, I'm really just never hungry. And he's like, oh, that's, we'll solve that. She was losing weight. You know, old people, if they're not overeating, they tend to get small.
2: Right.
0: And She's using less energy. She's not exercising. She's probably not metabolizing like she used to when she was a young girl. Look, bottom line is she's dying. And she's in need of less food, right? So the body's starting to die off. It doesn't die on a date. It dies off. And they put my mother on a psychotropic drug to increase her appetite. And they did it because it was covered under the health insurance code. Mm-hmm. And my mom's eighty-one years old. They're putting her on an antidepressant, dude. My mother wasn't depressed; she just wasn't eating. So the drugging thing in so- society is, is just something. Um, is is one of the reasons we created Grant Cardone Foundation, and and because we want to make people aware that kids, particularly kids without fathers, are getting getting abused in our society. So right. anyway, I, I, sorry for the the long rant there, but no, that's all right. You know, speaking of, of truths, people love real estate much more than all this stuff. <laughs>
2: We talk about real estate a lot here. It's it's what's behind the real estate that gets it going, right? Yeah. Uh, what's uh speaking of truths? What is the first commonly held truth that you can think of that you disagree with?
0: Well, there's so many I have.
2: Like, right? I, I was kind of getting that, but what was the first one that comes to mind?
0: That I'm a body. You know, that's one. Explain. I'm not a body. I mean, mm-hmm. I have a body. If you cut if you cut my arm off, I'll, I'll prove to you that I'm still Grant. Mm-hmm. And nothing's going to change my personality. Mm -hmm. I might spend some time talking about I don't have an arm anymore. You know, you're going to look at me like, "Oh God, he's a one-armed guy." But you're looking at the wrong thing. That's not who I am, Mm -hmm. right? I don't. I'm looking at you. I don't. I see that you're curious, right? I see you're a good listener. I see that you're interested, and so I'm better off. I sometimes think that people that are blind are probably better off than people that can see with their eyes. Because now they have to, who is this? Right. Um, I've been, ju- you know, I've been judged my whole life because I was an identical twin. I think I got a lot of, a lot of eyeballs on me as a young kid where people were like, oh, who's bigger? Who's smarter? Who's faster? Who's stronger? Everything was on the physical unit mm-hmm. as opposed to the, the, the spiritual unit. Like what's driving the body? What's causing Grant to do what Grant does? Mm-hmm. You know, so um, that's one truth. Another truth is the whole, all the stuff around money. But you know, money's very money's very interesting because it's a piece of paper is very similar to a body. You know, is like I w- I wonder if the body is not manufactured because it's just this was manufactured. Mm-hmm. You know, I can tear it, I can burn it, I can destroy the body, the body. But the energy that created this, the idea th- 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 this could have been another color, this could have been red and green, it could have been purple, it could have been gold, it was gold at one time, it could have been beads, it could have been a donkey, it was a donkey at one time, but somebody decided, hey, we're going to make it green, we're going to put in God we trust on here because that'll make it trustworthy, right? Right. So look, this, this, people say cash is king, cash is not king, cash is garbage, if you, if, you, if you look at the people at Goldman Sachs, they don't want cash, dude. They want assets. Yep. So That's one thing, dude. I think it's, uh, the, the thing about mentors, okay? Explain that one. Yeah, dude. It's, it's let's,
2: let's go back before we go into there real quick. Uh, yeah. Grant Cardone is an identical twin. I didn't know this. Mm. What, is, uh, what is the other one
0: doing? The other one is doing, he's created a, a, a credit business. Mm-hmm. And he's been extremely successful, by the way. He's traveled all over the world. He dip, went a diff, completely different route than I did. He's a car. He went a corporate route. Worked for a car, big company.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We're very similar because we're both a little cowboyish. Mean not meaning that we're rednecks <laughs> that we are, but but more like we're 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 rebels. So mm-hmm. he did not really do well in a corporate environment. So they shipped him off to London. And it's like when the when the the people in England shipped the prisoners to America. The Americans, you know, the, the, the soon-to-be Americans are like, dang, dog, we got a chance to make it now. Right. And, and so my brother went to London and created this billion dollar company. So he did extremely well there. He made some money. And he's never made as much money as I have, but <laughs> because I use money different than he does.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he like he, he's very free with money. He doesn't have a problem with it. But today what he's doing is he's disrupting the credit card business. Okay. Like if you've ever had a um a false claim on a credit card. Somebody bought something from you and then they're like, no, I didn't really buy it from them. This happens all the time. It's a, it's a multi-hundred billion dollar problem where people buy stuff from Amazon and say, no, no, I, I didn't really want that. Right. I want right. my money back. Yep. Uh, it's, really it's basically cool. fraud, right? He's, he's solving the fraud problem for companies like mine and yours.
2: Got it. Well, that's, that's a good cause because it happens, right? Yeah, yeah. So let's go back to the truth and about the mentor thing.
0: Yeah, so the mentors, thing. Okay, like like people have too many mentors. People ask me every day, man, will you be my mentor, dude? Yeah, but you got to get rid of the other freaking eighty nine you got. <laughs> I don't have eighty nine mentors. Yeah, you do. That's how you found me. Mm-hmm. You found me, bro, because you're on Instagram. Okay, here's another one: the open mind. Open mind. Oh, you got to have an open mind. Most people's minds are too open. People people got minds so open, dude. You you know you you're, you'll do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, The introvert-extrovert thing. It's all bullshit. There's no such thing as an introvert-extrovert. No? No, man. It's ridiculous, man. If anything, we're all introverts. Mm -hmm. Because we're all living below our potential. Mm -hmm. To the degree that I'm limited to my physical capacities, I'm an introvert. Uh, The fact that I'm inside right now means I'm an introvert. The fact that I can't be in London right now, Russia right now, Istanbul right now, uh, uh, Singapore and Malaysia right now in a physical unit uh, means I'm an introvert because I'm just stuck in Miami in this little space. But but it's who, who knows, man? Maybe maybe I'm just not aware. Now now, now we get into fluff land, right? <laughs> I like it though. It's but but know, dude, this is fluff um, land too. This is fluff land too. You know, like this. Right. Uh, buying a jet. Uh, I was told buying a jet by everybody that couldn't buy a jet that that was the dumbest thing that I could possibly do.
1: Mm -hmm. Then I asked
0: a couple billionaires that understand me, understand my business and understand my mission and understood my uh, financial situation. They're like, no, it wouldn't be stupid for you at all, dude. Okay. In fact, you, Grant, these guys have 15 times more money than I have Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and I can't spend what I have. Uh, One of these guys said to me, he's like, yeah, Grant, you should buy a jet. He's like, I shouldn't he said to himself, I shouldn't, but you should. And he's worth, he could buy 10 of these and not even know anything happened.
2: What was the reasoning for it?
0: Because he's like, you need it. You have customers all over the planet, Hmm. you know, and you're talking to these people every day. You're talking to people in Africa. He's like, I don't, I don't have anybody in Africa. I got people in Nigeria, dude, that are begging me. They're running a campaign. Grant Cardone, come to Nigeria. Wow. Right? Why do I need to go there? They've met me online, but you can't keep feeding somebody online without finally going to meet them. Mm-hmm. It, sooner or later, they'll get done with the video transmission. Okay. Uh, you know, I need, I need to meet the people. Jesus had to leave uh, Nazareth. Otherwise, nobody would know him. Mm-hmm. And he had to put on quite a show for <laughs> us to keep talking about him. That's right. I always say, man, Jesus was a show-off. People (laughs) call me a show-off all the time. I said, yeah, so was Jesus. Took three days, dude. Took three days. Right. He could have just, they put him up on the cross. They nail into him. He could have just quit right away. He's like, no, I'm going to hang out for three days and show off up here. Right? And again, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but look, if you don't promote your good, the things you're doing, like here's another not truth, okay? Don't toot your own heart. Dude, then why have a horn? Mm-hmm. It'd be stupid to have a horn and not use it. Uh, don't eat, Don't have your cake. You want to have your cake and eat it too, like you're greedy. Yeah. Dude, why would I make a cake if I'm not going to eat it? So true. So, so these are I just a penny, sa- a penny saved is a penny earned. Are we still talking about truths right now? I think we are. A penny saved is a penny earned, right? You know that one? Mm-hmm. Heard it. It's a penny. It's a penny. Right. Okay, start small. Start small. This is big in real estate. OK, it's why you do what you do, because somebody convinced you to do one house at a time. Mm-hmm. Done
2: well with it. But yeah, no, I get it.
0: Yeah, but you ain't done Gulfstream well. No, this is this is true.
2: <laughs> so, you I don't have Cessna wealth, so that's good.
0: Right. Oh, you, you, you got a Cessna?
2: No, I said I don't even have Cessna wealth. So, oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Now, now, now the question is to your viewer brings us to another truth is like, yeah, but why do I need all that? Do so you don't? Mm hmm. You don't need anything, right? You probably don't need, you probably don't even need water and food. I mean, if we if we were in our perfect condition, mm-hmm. like why does a guy need a house? Why why do you need a place to live? Why don't we just go back to living out in the wild? Like like your 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 apartment that you live in with a swimming pool and a security guard and whatever your fence and your gate, wherever people live, right? Your cup of coffee is my golf Stream. Cause you didn't need a cup of coffee. You don't need a cup. Of, I don't need a Gulf Stream, Right. Okay. But a cup of coffee will not get me to Nigeria and I didn't pay for this. By the way, my investments in real estate bought that bird. Right. And the IRS blessed it with the write-off. Oh, oh here's another truth for you, dude. Man, you got me rolling now, dog. We're <laughs> Let's just- do it. Let's go. Okay. okay. America. hmm America is the land of the free and the home of the brave. Something like that. Yep. Ain't nobody brave here, dude. And very few people are free. This is true. Yeah. These are things. America is is the best country on the planet. The people that say this have never been any other place. And I'm not saying America is not the best country, by the way. You You know, very well could be. But I haven't been to enough other places to even know that. So I just, people should just start looking, be, be more curious, okay? Be, be more curious about maybe even fewer things, like the, the mentor thing. You can't listen to me talk about multifamily and Sam Zell, who, Sam Zell created uh, Equity Residential. He's worth 5 or $6 billion. Now, when Sam Zell was doing what I'm doing, he was out buying multifamily. Today, Sam Zell is not a buyer of multifamily. He, he bought the Washington Post. so He bought one of the big newspapers and lost a shitload of money on it. Okay. He's, he's a little anti. He thinks real estate's too expensive right now. So if you listen to me, this is the point of contradiction with mentors, having too many mentors. If you listen to me and you listen to Sam, you're going to do nothing. The reality is you're not going to take Sam's advice and you're not going to take mine. You're going to get lost in conflict in the Uh, in the conflict of data, which puts a person into uncertainty. When you become uncertain, you will not take action.
2: Mm -hmm. Right. The confused mind thing does nothing.
0: Confused mind. Exactly. That's why people should pick a mentor for Mm -hmm. a space. Right. And only follow that data. Like that should become their doctrine. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. can see that. The older I get, the more valuable I see that is focus and going yeah. deeper before trying to go too wide. Yeah. yeah. I get yeah. it. Yeah. 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 It took me a lot, a lot of painful lessons to get to that revelation though.
0: Yeah. Like the 60 books, you know, they talk about com- guys that read 60 books a year, you know? Yeah. I think some people would be better off reading one book, 60 times.
2: <laughs> That's the Bruce Lee thing, right? The kick.
0: Yeah. That would still count as 60 books, by the way, in my mind.
2: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Got it. So let's go. Um, if there were three guiding principles for your success, Grant, what would they be?
0: Show up. Show up. First thing you got to do is show up. Saw somebody hating on me on this the other day. If you don't show up, nothing can happen. You have to show up. You have to physically move your body into the space, to the appointment, to the next thing, to the gym, to the bar. Where the girl might be. You got to move yourself to the opportunity, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Number two, you got to then, once you're there, show up. What's good, the distinction there? It doesn't mean you're all there yet. Right. Right. I've been in places where I wasn't there. I went to a Rihanna concert once. I showed up. And then when I got there, I, I, I was so pissed off at my seat that uh, I missed the first hour and 43 minutes of the event. Mm-hmm. i was so lo- i went there to see rihanna i did not go there to be comforted uh, in my seat uh, 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 you know you see what i'm saying i missed the entire event i've been on appointments before where i showed up for the appointment mm-hmm. but i was still in the argument that i had with the guy in traffic on the interstate on my way to the appointment right. so i show up and then i got to show up and then the third thing i would tell people is Regardless of what happens in that opportunity, don't quit. I am a relentless to a default, like a terminator. Mm-hmm. Almost like I have been manufactured by, I got it's almost like I have a glitch. I got a glitch in my programming. When you should stop, I, st- I actually stop and then the, the program glitches and it glitches and I go again. <laughs> It's like that movie, dude, where the guy keeps coming back, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, you know.
2: Well, that was the Terminator, right? Kept coming
0: back. Is it Terminator? He's the one that keeps coming back?
2: Well, the, yeah. the ice guy, the, the guy made of the liquid steel. He couldn't kill him, right?
0: There you go. That guy, right? So that it's like guy. I'm a glitch, dude, which kind of brings me back to this thing that interests me the most. Mm-hmm. The whole spiritual thing. Mm-hmm.
2: No, I think that's. I think it's more important than people will realize. And I think people may listen to this episode or, or tune in on YouTube and zone out a little bit. But, you know, I think you and I, we can show somebody how to fill out a purchase agreement in 15 minutes, right? You fill in the blanks and put in the right numbers and you're done. But why they don't do that on a daily basis, you know, that's, that's the spiritual part. That's the part that's behind, right? That's the, uh, the being present mentally. I think uh, is uh, what I come. I got show up physically, show up mentally, being present, and then uh, don't quit, right?
0: Yeah, you, I read something yesterday. You reminded me of the guy says. Uh, one guy says, "Hey man, I meditate." What did he say? I meditate five minutes a day, and then I get a lot done. And on on the right side, the guy says, "If you'd meditate for an hour, you wouldn't have." No, no. He says, "I meditate five minutes a day so I can conquer the world." And then the second half of the meme says. If you meditated for an hour, you wouldn't have to conquer the world. <laughs> now, I got to tell you, I'm interested in conquering the world. Mm-hmm. I'm interested, man. I mean, I, I, you know, I tried meditation. It didn't, it didn't, it was cool. It made me feel better for, for a little while, but dude, my meditation is figuring, fill, filling out those purchase and sale agreements, right? My meditation is deals, my mm-hmm. meditation is activity. My meditation is moving forward. You you know the diagram they do about success? You know, there's there's two of them. There's one, people think success is a straight line going straight up. Line, right? But this is what success really looks like, you know. And then it looks like some kind of sperm, sperm yeah. on eight. Yeah. Okay. This is bullshit. This is not what success is. I don't know if you guys can see that. I don't know if they can Johnny yeah, can Yeah, it's it's
2: coming through. Okay.
0: So, yep. so, look, this is this is insanity over here. You already did this. If you're living on this planet, you already did the sperm run, okay? You already made it. This is what success is. Success is one step, next step. The Steps should move upward, not quit. Start over in the basement again and go again. Like, people are being told, like, it's hard, it's difficult. Yes, it is hard and difficult, but it doesn't mean you go around and around in a circle like a goal. Right. If well, you're doing that it's because you have the wrong data
1: mm-hmm.
0: You just have the wrong information. If I put in if I put in uh, two plus two in my calculator, I'm gonna come out with the right number. Mm-hmm. If I come out with five there's something wrong with the calculator nothing wrong with me.
2: Mm-hmm. Have you ever taken a step
0: backwards in order to take a step forwards? Oh yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. okay but I didn't I didn't go from here to over there. Mm -hmm. right? That's what people do. They, they, they leave, they go to the bar. Why'd you go to the bar? Dude, that wasn't part of your business plan. That's why people are going around and around in circles. Got it. Okay. I I had a guy moving in a direction and then uh, uh, let's say I'm a gym coach. I'm working out with somebody. I'm trying to get to help you lose weight. Okay. And Mm -hmm. what happens is we're moving up one, two, three, four, we're moving up the stairs and you pull a spasm. You have a spasm in your back. Well, guess what? We got to back off. I got to back off a little bit. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you should go off to um, eat donuts, eat donuts, right? Exactly. Because that's quitting now. Mm-hmm. So it means we just need to back it off. Keep working out. Don't quit. Don't stop. I had a, I got a spasm in my back 10 days ago with my coach. He's like, you need to take a couple of days off. I said, no, I don't do We need to do something different. And I need to be in here. So I just need to walk. I need to walk or I need to run, but I don't need to quit because quitting means I got to start all over again and and there's no way to quit actually. Another truth, you can't quit folks. It's impossible to quit. I would not be surprised if the people that commit suicide don't have a little shock form 30 seconds later, right? Because what's he trying to do? He's trying to, bam, I'm trying to end it what if 30 seconds later he's like, "I'm back." <laughs> and I got to deal with all this shit again. See, mm-hmm. I think I think you can't quit. I think people think they can quit and maybe, you know what, how do you quit, dude? Oh, I'm going to file bankruptcy. Okay, good. Well, you got to start all over again then. Right. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm going to rob uh what's his name? Bernie Madoff. Bernie, Bernie's going to cheat everybody. Sooner or later, bro, you got to pay the price. Mhm. And and maybe the whole death thing is not the way out. Maybe there's no such thing as quitting. It's just starting over again. So I don't want to start over again. I want to move to the next level and then move. And I want to build from there to the next level. Many times it takes, it means I got to fortify right here, right? I get to this level and I'm like, I need more employees. I need more resources. I need a bigger office. But most people are not even trying to get more, dude. They're trying to hold on to what they have down here. And if you try to hold on to what you have, it will go away. You cannot do it. It's impossible. You right. have to throw it. The line's either 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 going up, you're either going up, the flat line will fall. Okay. This line, this line may even fall because of gravity, right? Because of economic conditions, because of things happening. This line for sure will fall. Okay. And it's gonna put you in trouble and you got to start over again.
2: Yeah, I see it every day talking to prospective clients. You know, there's they kind of fall into two categories. Those that are playing not to lose, those are playing a life of defense, and then those that are playing offense, and those are the ones that I want to, those are the people that I want to work with, those are the people I want to play with. Yeah,
0: but the housing industry is built on people that want to settle down. You don't have a product called a house if people don't want to settle. Okay, the house provides settling. I don't mean the house is an investment. I mean, the house is a place to live. Right. Okay. You you get to buy a house, fix it up, flip it to a guy. He's like, oh God, we love this house. It is built on the premise that he has a safe place to live. Mm -hmm. You can't sell me that because I'm not interested in a safe place to live. I'm interested in creating things. Right. So see, I'm I'm not a player for that. I'm more likely to buy a watch than I am a house. Mm -hmm.
2: You know, anybody can do what we do, but based on what you just said, you know, yep. most people won't do it. They're, they're looking to settle, right? And for me, that's where the opportunity lies, is that most people won't do it. Yeah. Right?
0: That's right. They want it done for them. Mm-hmm. So you guys can do it for them, man.
2: Well, Grant, I really appreciate your time. The, the time that you've spent here with me, it, it's not lost on me. I, I really appreciate it. I know you are a busy guy. This is a timely episode. It's going to go live tomorrow. Um, what's in your future right now that you're most excited about that you want people to know about?
0: Uh, I'm going to build, I don't know if I need other people to know about it, but I'm going to build just for the record so that we have this. What's Mm -hmm. the date today? April what? April 24, 2019, Grant Cardone announces to the world on epic real estate investing, Cardone Capital will become a $10 billion fund. I'm going to have $10 billion of assets under management. We're going to raise $3 billion to do that. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to make the investors five to 6%, eight, maybe 10% per year cash flow on the money raised. And then I'm going to give them back their capital at some point in the future because we're going to refinance the portfolio. Mm -hmm. And then we're all going to stay in for the ride because we're probably never going to sell any of this stuff. And one day it's going to be worth $30 billion. Or. Goldman Sachs or Blackstone is going to come along and say, hey, your $10 billion asset, we want to buy it for 12. I'm sorry. No, no, we want to buy it because I'll, ha- I'll have to get 13 to make the, the return I want. They're saying, look, it's worth 13. We're going to give you 16. And I'll walk away with, uh, let me see, on that deal, I would, yeah, I would end up with about $2 billion in cash.
2: So April 24th, we've declared $10 billion at Cardone Capital. Do we have a deadline for that? Uh, I don't really believe in
0: the deadline thing. People say it's not a goal if I don't have a deadline, but I can not
2: put a deadline on <laughs> There's it. There's another truth
0: that we don't agree with, right? I don't believe in time. Uh huh. Time Got was it. manufactured, dude. Time was manufactured. Come on, man. This ain't the only planet. So some dude, some dude came out with his little solar dial uh-huh. a thousand years ago. I got it figured out now. see, see, see the sun, this is 12. That was made up. And this is three. That's made up. Okay. That's March. This is January. All this stuff is made up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you're making it up based on this one planet. Cause it ain't 12 o'clock on Jupiter. What's <laughs> up champions. So, so, uh, you know, Dude, why would I put time? Why would I put a date on the $10 billion? I think it's going to be three years in case you want to know. Though. I don't know. I was like, why wouldn't you? Yeah, I'll put three years on it. I think all I right. can do this. I raised $180 million the first 18 months. Mm-hmm. I think I can raise $300 million this year, $400 million next year, 2020. I don't know. Maybe I come up sharp. Whatever, dude. It's all good with me. I've been sharp my whole life.
2: <laughs> all right. Well, world premiere. Everyone's hearing it here first. Grant, it's been an absolute pleasure. Let's do this again sometime.
0: Dude, every year. We need to make this an every year thing, man. Say hi to my friend. Hello. Hello. And what is your name? I'm Sabrina. What's
2: your name? Nice to meet you. Nice
0: to meet you. His name's Matt. Okay. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) All right. This is Scarlett. Hey, say hi to everybody. It's called Epic Real Estate Investing. Why is my hand here? I'm waving with the other. I was waving with other hand. Tell tell, Tell him real estate investing is epic. Can you say that? Real estate investing is epic. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, it. Thank you, Matt. You bet. All right. Take care, Grant.
2: Be great. All man. right. Greater. God bless to your success. I'm Matt Terry. I'll see you next week on another episode of the Epic Real Estate Investing Show. Take care.
0: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.